peace offering. There was a sin offering. There was a trespass offering. Watch this. The trespass offering is when you sinned and you knew it before you even did it. God already told you don't do it. That's trespassing. Sin offering is when you done it and you really had, that was a gray area there. But the peace offering was when God delivered you from something. Can I help you with this? Everybody owe God a peace offering. Let me help you because you, you're sitting there like you owe God a peace offering. And well, God really, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in turmoil now. I'm in, watch this. You owe God a peace offering not only for the peace that he, that he gave you some years back, but you owe God for the peace that he going to give you all the way up there. You still didn't get it yet. God is not going to allow you to stay in the storm forever. So if I were you, I would start giving God a peace offering right now. I'm talking about in advance. I would just start thanking God right now. There ought to be three folk that just, if you really trust in God, you ought to start, well, Lord, I ain't got to see it, but I know you're there. I don't have to have it in my hand, but I know you've already given it to me. That, you see, Jesus said, when you, give, when you give God thanks and you already have it in your hand, he said you really hadn't done anything. Let me help you. Let me help you. He says, if his offering be a peace offering, I don't have a few minutes. He said, if it be a peace offering, if he offer the herd, he said, whether it be male or female and without spot or blemish. Now watch this. In verse 2, he said, he shall lay his what? Come on, follow me now. He shall lay his hand upon the head. Watch this. When they came to the congregation, when they came to the house of the Lord, that offering, they had to lay their hands upon the head of their offering. And I always wondered why. Because that shows surrender. That means, watch this. What God was trying to do with the children of Israel, with his church folk. What God was trying to do was show them in Matthew chapter 6 and 21, Jesus gave us a good hint when he said, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is. So if you can't turn it loose, then that's where your heart is. I wish I had something to leave. You know, there are some folk that just don't, they don't want to turn it loose. And watch this. Your offering, their offering indicated where their hearts were. Preach Reverend Turner. Now help me here. Your offering tells where your heart really is. Oh, I love the Lord. I, I just love the Lord and won't give him an offering. I love the Lord and won't give him no tithe. <laughs> it's getting quiet in this house today. Watch this. God is saying, listen, I'm going to show you where your heart really is. He says, bring it to the door of the tabernacle. Now, first of all, watch this. When he says bring it to the door, that means that you ought to come into God's house right. I, I know, I, I know this is a, it's tight, but it's right. You know, this ain't, this is not something we want to hear, but it, you see, if your heart hadn't gotten right out there, 
You're going to miss most of the worship because it's going to take you a 30 minutes to an hour to get yourself together before you get in here. God is saying, listen, you got to get it right at the door. Watch this. He says, put your hands up on it. He says, and when you put your hands up on it, is anybody getting anything out of this? Watch this. He said, when you put your hands uh, on it, he says, and he shall kill it at the door. Verse 2 of the congregation and Aaron and his son going to sprinkle the blood. The blood is symbolic of the blood of Jesus. He going to sprinkle it up on the altar. The altar was wood. So there was blood shed it on the cross. Watch this. God already knew what was going to happen. <laughs> That's called salvation. In other words, they were paying already in advance for their salvation. Somebody didn't get it yet. They were paying in advance. This is why you ought to thank God in advance. There ought to be three folk here that ought to have sense enough to go to praising God in advance. In the morning time, I don't have to see God. I don't even have to know God is there. I just say, thank you, Jesus, because I know whatever's going to come today, you've already taken care of it. I say, thank you, Jesus, because I already know whatever happens today, my God is in control. In advance. There's some folk that been seeking a job. The certain type of job you want. Watch this. You say, well, I'm way down in the mail room, but you ought to be thanking God for the supervisor position. In advance. That, that's, what, that's what we call a crazy praise. When you come in and you praise God for something, and everybody's telling the world, that fool is a janitor. What is he jumping up praising God for? That that fool got a broom. He, I, doesn't he know that he's a janitor? You see, you got to know that they, you know something that they don't know. I wish I had some believers here. Yes, I got a broom in my hand today. But I know that my circumstances could change at any moment. Because what I've given, I've already given it already to the Lord. You see, I used to thank God when I had one suit. Because I knew that sooner or later, my circumstances, late in the midnight hour, God was going to turn this whole thing. <laughs> They used to say on my job, they said, now, don't this fool know he a janitor? Don't he know he make $4 an hour? And he got the nerve enough to be saying, thank you, Jesus. Throughout the day, he has the nerve to go out on his 30-minute lunch break and read his Bible. What in the world is wrong with him? That boy better be trying to eat. They didn't know I was eating already. <laughs> Somebody didn't get it yet. I was already preparing for the day already. You see, you ought to have sense enough to thank God in advance. You don't know like I know what the Lord. <laughs> there going to be some folk that said, well, you know, don't, don't she know? She, you know, you ought to be looking in the newspaper for, for stuff that you already know God going to do for you. Y'all not with me yet. We, you, you, should be, you should be riding looking at houses that you already know God going to give you. <laughs> that, that, wait, I, you know, I, that's some crazy folk here. I know that, you know, if they're going to call you crazy, they ought to be right about it. You ought to say, yeah, I'm, I'm right. Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm crazy enough to know that God going to bless me. Why, well, why you know that? Because he blessed her. And if God blessed her, he don't love her no more than he loved me. God blessed them, so he ought to love me just as good as he loved them. The same God that made them. I wish I had some folk. Preach, 
Reverend Turner, preach. Watch this, watch this. And so what God was doing was when he said sprinkle the blood on the altar, that was a, they were already paying their fee in advance. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Help me, Lord, help me. I only have a few minutes. God, a few minutes. Watch this. He says in verse 3, he says, and he shall offer a sacrifice of the peace offering and offering the fat that covered the inward parts and all the fat that is in the inward parts. Now, I always wondered what would that have to do with me simply because I don't have to kill a cow or a bull now to be discovered. I don't have to do that. But watch this. Watch this. Watch this. It means that God wanted all of those insides, the kidneys, the liver, the cull, the fat thereof. And I said, oh, God, that's just nasty. That's just bad. That's not really that good. But notice that what they were to do with it, they were to burn it. They were to put it on the altar and burn it so it could go up to the Lord for a sweet savor. Which meant that God wanted all of those inside parts of that animal to show the worshiper, to show the church, to show the believer that he wants all of your emotions. <laughs> you see, the emotions come from in here. The emotions ought not come from right here. Your emotion, folk break your heart when they break this on the inside. I wish I had some believer there. There are people break your heart. You cry when it comes from here. Your, your deepest, darkest prayers come from in here. God was saying, I want that to go on the altar and come up to me. <laughs> Isn't it strange how when we go to weddings, we go to funerals, we go to graduations, and we'll sit there and we'll say, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so you know, we look at her. She looks so nice. You know, we'd be so happy. Our emotions will come out. But then when we come to church, somebody got to tell you to worship God. No, no emotions at all. We just. <laughs> no, no emotions. You know, you got to have a deacon. You got to have the pastor got to come out and make me a, a spiritual cheerleader. Y'all get up on your feet and give God some praise. Let me tell you something. When I think about what God has done for me. We here at Christian Love Baptist Church would like to invite you to our Christian Love Family Life Center. Located 3515 Hudson Boulevard, next door to the Christian Love Baptist Church. You're welcome to join our fitness center with state-of-the-art equipment. Need a place for a wedding reception, family reunion, or conference space? We'll look no further than the Christian Love Family Life Center. We can meet all your needs with the latest audio and video equipment. For more information, contact Miss Patsy at 318-709-8116. Or Miss Linda Johnson at 770-371-3466. When you experience the loss of a loved one and you need to select a funeral home, Robinson Family Mortuary is that funeral home. Robinson Family Mortuary is locally owned and operated in the city of Pineville, Louisiana. Robinson Family Mortuary serves the entire community of central Louisiana and surrounding parishes, including Natchitoches, Avoyles, Grant, Wynn, Allen, and throughout the entire state. Robinson Family Mortuary is staffed with over 40 years of tender loving care and experience. Robinson Family Mortuary offers cremation, floral arrangements, headstones, and catering for your repast. For information regarding any of our services, please feel free to contact Dolores or Tyrone 
at 318-442-7300. That's 318-442-7300. Robinson Family Mortuary, a family serving families. Robinson Family Mortuary is now located at 1815 Military Highway, Hineville, Louisiana. Hours of operation are from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Robinson Family Mortuary, a proud sponsor of this program. Southern Heritage Bank is Central Louisiana's family of banks that provide that personal service in a corporate environment. Southern Heritage Bank is located 5211 Jackson Street. You can phone them at 318-561-2227. Southern Heritage Bank has a full range of services that are available such as online banking, freedom checking, 24-hour bank line. You can phone 1-800-992-7059. And we are an equal housing lender. Southern Heritage Bank promises prompt services without unnecessary hassle. Come in. Let us service your banking needs. Again, that all-important phone number is 318-561-2227. Your life is a wreck. Your car is a wreck. Will your family be next? At Hunter and Beck, it's not about the money. It's about respect. With Hunter and Beck, you get experienced trial attorneys. 318-487-1997 or 800 448 8614. And remember, at Hunter and Beck, you get Hunter and Beck. Thank you for tuning in for today's message with Reverend Larry R. Turner. If you would like a copy of today's message, you can contact the church office at 318-443-8715 to purchase a CD for only a $7 donation. Always remember, it's worth a trip to come and visit Christian Love Baptist Church, 3515 Hudson Boulevard, Alexandria, Louisiana. This is Pastor Harry Cooper from Live Big Ministries at Hollywood Presbyterian Church, and we're inviting you to tune in to our new time on Mondays at 1230. That's Mondays at 1230 p.m. And Live Big, we are equipping, encouraging, and empowering you to live in victory every day. This is the 70,000-watt voice of the community. K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria. You know, this holiday season... It is my sincere desire that you have a chance to really understand the true meaning of Christmas. I, myself, I wasn't a holiday person growing up. We didn't have much, and the seasons were not the happiest times. But as I got older and, and really understood the meaning of the season, I had a chance to develop my own relationship. And I can guarantee now that nothing in the world could compare to the love that God has given me. So I pray that you also find the same joy that I found. And to every one of you, I hope you can truly say someday that you'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Just give me a safe. 
Can brighten up your day. 